Did you know that recently I raised over $125,000 on Kickstarter for my collectible editions of Black Sands, the hardcovers for season one? Now, it was a pretty amazing thing, right? But what if I told you that when I raised that $125,000, I didn't go viral. I had absolutely no press. That was straight up the power of my infrastructure, the people in place that I already had prior to launching this campaign. So there's a lot of things about Kickstarter that many people do not know. And this is like the sixth campaign that I've done. So I've been extremely versed in what I need to do in order to get the proper amount of support. And I'm going to share all that information with you today because This is crowdfunding week, right? And we already did our patron on Monday. Today, we're going to do Kickstarter. And then on Friday, we're going to be doing WeFunder, you know, raising capital. That's a big one, man. People actually own a piece of your company, but you get a lot more money quickly. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. But let's stick with Kickstarter for now. So here's a couple of tips. Any Kickstarter success starts with No media attention. You really need to basically plan as if you're not going to get any media attention at all because media is picky, right? Sometimes they'll support you. Sometimes they won't write anything about you at all. Or maybe they'll write about you literally like two weeks after your Kickstarter ends, right? You never know exactly what the schedule is for the media, which is why you shouldn't rely on it. Rely on your own. So we're going to teach you the benefits of building the proper infrastructure in order to be able to do your first Kickstarter, right? If you've already done a Kickstarter and succeeded, you probably don't need this one because you understand what you need to do in the future. But for those who are first-time creators, they're going to need this information, and we're going to try to make it as clear as possible. All right, so the first thing we're going to do is explain what Kickstarter is for and the two major motivations for a Kickstarter backer to pledge to your campaign now if you don't know what a big starter backer is basically this is the terminology we're going to use for anybody who actually donates to your campaign it's not really a donation it's a pre-order but we'll just call it you know a backer pledging for future references all right that's what we mean is somebody who's actually putting money into your campaign so kickstarter is used to fund a very specific project completely all right it's not a partial funding This should be the amount of money you need to finish your production. It's not the first of funds that will be produced. It's going to be the final amount. So you have basically estimating the full cost of your production before you even go to Kickstarter, right? You need to know how much it's going to cost to make the next book or whatever your project you're doing. That needs to be fully funded by your Kickstarter goal. But besides that, right, the Besides the fact that we're going to be funding an entire production through Kickstarter, we also need to know why a backer would normally support a Kickstarter. And for me, there's only two major factors that you need to be focusing on. The first one is a social value, right? Is there a social value to your company? Are you making it for kids with disabilities? Are you making it so that, you know, there haven't been any board games about a specific topic and you want to service that topic with a board game. That's a social thing. That's something that that people are demanding from a social standpoint. And then the other thing you also um, motivate backers is, you know, providing something for a fan base, right? So 
If you have a fan base already, they want to collect something that they can't get anywhere else, right? They can't go to a comic shop and get this particular thing. They have to get it through this Kickstarter. So collectors really like Kickstarters because that's usually where they get the most exclusive stuff. Now, for me personally, I always try to hit both things, right? So if you go to any of my previous Kickstarter videos, you'll see in the pitch that I have both elements in the story. So I talk about the social impact of our series, and then I also talk about the collectibles, the, the things that you will never be able to get again if you do not pledge to this campaign. Uh, it's always worked for me. It's always been a really good um, motivator, and I feel like you... Even if you're just starting off, thinking about the social impact of your series, thinking about the uh, awareness that it's going to bring to you and what fans would probably want to collect the most is probably something you need to be dealing, um, thinking about now because you never know, right? It might be very useful to you very soon once your book is done. And if you aren't thinking about this, you know, you're going to be wasting a lot of time, a lot of resources trying to figure out what your next move when you should have already got that down. But we'll probably handle that in the business plan section of our um, series, which will be next week. Now, obviously, I was talking about social value and also fans collecting. So this is how I see it. You know, the former, right, a.k.a. social value tends to be a technique to bring new people into the fold. All right. So social value doesn't really matter too much to people who are already your fans. They already bought into your uh, you know, agenda before they even came to your Kickstarter. So you don't have to convince them of anything. But new people, you do have to convince them. And usually it's not the product that convinces them. It's the social impact. The latter, which is providing something special for the fans, that is definitely for your long-term fans, right? Your long-term fans don't need a lot of convincing to support you. All they need to know is that if they don't get this particular product, they'll never be able to get it in the future. And they'll be super motivated from that. If you don't want to rely on the media, which you probably shouldn't, you need to do certain things before the campaign. You need to have certain things in place and, more importantly, be reasonable. When I say to be reasonable, I really mean like be reasonable on the goal of the Kickstarter campaign. I've seen people do Kickstarter campaigns where it's like $100,000 for an animated pilot. And then they raise like $3,000 and basically are super embarrassed, their brand is kind of tarnished from that experience, right? Because they thought they were much bigger than they were, and it just it wasn't a good look. So be reasonable. Three, $4,000 campaign is on the higher end of what I would suggest. I say $2,000, safe bet for your first campaign. The thing about Kickstarter is this. If you go over your amount, it doesn't matter how much you go over, it doesn't matter. It doesn't hurt you at all. If you go, if you raise twenty thousand and you're only looking for two thousand, more power to you. Congratulations. But if you said I want to raise twenty one thousand dollars and you raise twenty thousand, you get zero dollars at the end of the campaign because all or nothing. So be very mindful of that. All right, it's very dangerous to have really high goals, and a failure is a failure. Failed funding stays on there permanently. So people will always know that you failed. And you don't want to do that at all. So be reasonable. Be reasonable in your first campaign. So here are the things that you absolutely need to do in order to have a strong, successful Kickstarter that is reliable, right? We want reliability. We don't want million-dollar campaigns because that's very, very, very rare and extremely expensive 
and you know just not it's not the kind of thing you want to focus on you want to focus on being able to go on kickstarter raise twenty thousand dollars get off kickstarter six months later do it again do it again do it again for the rest of your career so this is what you need first you need to have a lead time of at least a month so you need to be promoting your new kickstarter for at least a month prior not only that but you need to have all your campaign stuff set up Two weeks prior, because once you submit your campaign, it usually takes a couple of days for Kickstarter to approve it. And then once they approve the campaign, you'll finally have a link that you can share to people where they can sign up for like pre signups and stuff. Right. They can get notifications the second the Kickstarter begins. It's very important to stack that up because you're going to convert about 60 percent of those people. Then you also need to have interesting collectible items. All right. Think about what can possibly sell to your, your super fans. Don't think about the stuff that will sell to people who are new people who never seen you before. They, they're they're going to support at you know the bare minimums most of the time. But your super fans, the whales, right? In video games, we like to call people who spend a lot of money on a video game whales, right? They're the ones who are going to do a lot of the heavy lifting and the funding. What is it that they want? Do they want to be a character in the series? Do they want a variant cover? Do they want exclusive shirts and merchandise? Maybe that's something you should be thinking about. What is the things that you think will sell the best in order to get the whales in, right? To get that big money. Also, sometimes you can you can actually motivate not just the older fans, but also new fans as well if you have great participation. So video game, video game uh, Kickstarters tend to be amazing at this. Same thing with um, board games, right? All those game-like things, they tend to have really good engagement when it comes to participation, right? Who wants to be a part of the beta? Ooh, me, me, me. I want to be a part of the beta. I want to test things out. I want to, you know, write a story, a short story on a side quest. These kind of things are huge for both new and old fans alike. So think about ways they can participate in the creation of future projects in that series. Don't think that, you know, if the, that you sh- don't try to avoid it. That's all I'm going to say. Try to figure out a way to get them involved in any way, shape or form. Uh, social cause. Why is your book being made? Why is your book being made? That's something you need to be asking yourself from day one. Why is your book being made? Be able to articulate that. Be able to say why it matters, why it needs to be created, because that's going to be a major factor in closing new people to your brand. Now, of course, you're going to have to follow some standards as well. Uh, Don't have terrible art on your page. Don't have amateur art. Spend some money and get some really high quality art for your stuff, because these are all concepts. These are all concepts on the freaking Kickstarter page. So do not show a bad product on your Kickstarter page. Show the best, all right? Also, copy really good Kickstarter campaigns. So Kickstarter kind of changes over time, but for the most part, for the last five years, a good campaign that usually has projects we love has specific sections in their Kickstarter campaign. So I would advise that you look at campaigns that already have had success or are having success and check out their layouts and copy them, all right? Just copy the layout. It's obviously going to be different because you have different content, right, and different themes, but the layout will stay the same. The template of their Kickstarter will stay the same. So try to copy that. Lastly, you're going to need a freaking amazing, and I mean absolutely amazing, 
video pitch to your Kickstarter, all right? Now, some people spend five minutes, ten minutes doing a Kickstarter video, or they'll do some freaking $10,000 animated, you know, short that only lasts like a minute, and they'll think it helps. It doesn't. It doesn't help at all. What you need is about two minutes. Two-minute video with yourself and good quality sound. Good quality sound. Good quality camera. You get those two things together, you can make an amazing video. You also need to have some collage at the very beginning of your campaign and some music in order to get people in that excited mode when they click that button. But it should only last like five seconds. Like all that collage and art and everything else should last about five seconds, and then you're going right into the video. The first 30 seconds of that video, this is very important. Please listen to me on this. The first 30 seconds is your pitch to your old fans, all right? The main thing is this. Your old fans are ready to support. They want to support as fast as possible. So you tell them what is the biggest bang for their buck, what's the place they need to pledge, make sure that what you're suggesting is a very high tier, $100 plus, right? And they will all go there. They will not be cheap. They will all go to that big tier. So go ahead and make sure you find a nice reasonable tier that they could all flood to early and try not to be too long on it because the new fans want to learn about your brand. So within 30 seconds, you should be closing them out and then moving on to your new fans. Your new fans, you just simply go like this. Now, for everybody else who hasn't heard of Black Sands, let me tell you a little bit about ourselves. Go through your credentials. What makes you qualified to finish the work? If you don't know anything about Kickstarter, know this. A lot of Kickstarters that get funded never actually finish their work. So the number one thing you need to um, focus on when you're pitching new people is you can finish the job. Or you've already finished the job and now you're continuing the job. You understand? You have to show that, that you're basically you're going to be reliable to actually finish things up and give them their rewards. So reliability, first thing you need to do. Any media attention you've had in the past, now's a good time to brag about it. The social impact. Why does it matter to people who's not necessarily, you know, having this stuff before, right? Why, why does it matter to disabled kids to have heroes that have um, disabilities? Talk about it. Get them tears going. All right, get them emotional. Then, uh, you know, you also need to be talking about the rewards, right? What are the cool rewards? Because you have to woo them. You have to, like, you have to really get them excited about what's going on, right? Because you don't know what exactly gets a new fan to come to your brand. So you got to go and just throw everything at them. And then finally, at the end, you do a really strong call to action. Tell them what they want to do. Don't assume that they're going to go down there and Go through every single tier you have and make sure that they make an informed decision. That is not how most customers work. They will buy what you tell them to buy. Don't be greedy with them because they have a, a higher flight risk. So what you say is, hey, if you're looking to support and you don't really know what to do, the $40 tier is a very safe bet. You can get some signed copies and yada, yada, yada. And if you're more aggressive, you should probably check out the tier I told my older fans. That one's amazing for, for them. Boom. Now you got your Kickstarter going. Now you have your pitch. Now you have all the things you need in there. And obviously you're going to need traffic from the outside more than internal. Like internal traffic doesn't really matter for Kickstarter. You need some actual traffic from your own sources. So social media platforms and everything. But with these couple of core things, you should easily be able to do $2,000 or more. Regardless if you have a strong social media following or not. You know, now you might have to do some tricks, some tricks that I'm going to teach you in later classes, 
about how to manage Facebook groups and how to um, really reach out to certain audiences on other platforms. But that's a lesson for another day, right? I'm not going to teach that today because that's a completely different topic in and of itself. But that's how it works. Now, there is a cycle to Kickstarters, all right? So I don't want any of you guys stressing the hell out, right? <laughs> I don't want y'all stressing out when you actually launch your Kickstarter campaign. So this is what you need to expect, all right? And if you don't see this happening, you might want to abandon ship early, cancel, cancel a campaign or something. So here's the signs. Um, first, at the beginning of the campaign, in the first 48 hours is where 90% of your money is going to come from, all right? First 48 hours... Huge amount of, of money. If you don't see pledges come in in the first 48 hours, just cancel the flip. Just cancel the campaign. Trust me. Just cancel it. It's over. It's not going to happen. Something went terribly wrong in your messaging or your, or your setup, and there's no hope for you. There really isn't. So cancel your campaign if you don't get any new pledges within 48 hours. Boom. Next, besides that one, uh, that one thing, in the middle of the campaign, let's say you raise like, $5,000 in the first 48 hours. You're like, oh, man, at this pace, I'll make $50,000. That's not how it's going to work. $5,000 in the first two days is great. Good for you, right? Expect maybe $1,000 more over the next 25 days. All right? So, so you're not going to get much money at all during the middle of your campaign. It's just the way it is. Unless you get media attention, the middle of the campaign is pretty freaking dry. And then, and you're going to be ripping your hair out, too, the entire time. You're, like, you're going to go crazy, you know, <laughs> stressing out about that. But, you know, at the end of the day, you'll feel a lot better later on once you get that, you know, once you get the understanding that it's supposed to be slow, right? And nothing you could do. You kind of tapped out on your audience. All your core fans have already pledged. Now, there's some people who are going to wait to the end because, one, they're uninformed, so they don't know that they don't get charged until the end of the campaign, so they're waiting to get paid, right? So they're waiting for the next check. They'll get an email in the last three days, right? So the last three days or so, you're going to get a lot more pledges, but not too much more. It'll be a big flood, but it won't be nowhere near like the first two days. So it's going to be swim, sink, swim. That's how the, that's how the process is. You might close out with about $8,000 raised, right? Maybe even 10000 if you get a lot of momentum at the end. But that's how, that, that's how a campaign would, would typically look. So look, at, look for that first spike. You need to have a large spike at the beginning. Otherwise, your campaign is doomed to fail, and you don't want to take a loss. You don't want to end up with a loss. It's better to cancel it out. Now, um, like I told you before, 60% of the people who pre-signed will convert eventually in the campaign. So it's always good to run that number up, right? You can get 500 people pre-signed. It's going to have, you're going to have a great first day. You're going to have a great first day. Now, um, we're obviously going to start working on our business plans next week. Um, so we're going to have a whole section of our business plan dedicated to how we're going to raise capital. And Kickstarter is going to be something that we're going to be plotting out then. So get that ready. Be prepared. Today we're going to be talking about equity crowdfunding. Not, that's not really something that a lot of people are going to need immediately. But one day in the future, if you ever get to the point where you can actually do a WeFunder campaign, it's going to be the greatest moment of your life where you're actually acting like a true entrepreneur, a true business owner, it's going to be the biggest moment of your life, I'm telling you. And you're never going to go back to being a normal person once you're capable of raising capital. Okay? Thank you guys so much. This has been the Ultimate Guide to Self-Publishing. And I'll see you on Friday. Peace. Peace.